Yes, it's recording. Yay! I legit was looking like, is it recording? Anywho, welcome back to the Space Oddity Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desi Instead Robinson. Damn, I keep on bitching about people get putting out my government name. And I just said my government name. Ah, oh well. Now y'all know. As always, joining me is Benita Lavario, also known as the Benihana. Hi. That is a, that is the most bougiest high ever, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it was. I'm so sorry. It was a very bougie high. In her air conditioning place, sipping on wine. Yeah. Grapes and strawberries <laughs> and cherries in it. Just living that bougie life. I bet. Oh, you know, just making a quick sangria. No big deal. I bet Tink right now has like a diamond lace um, collar right now, huh? She doesn't. I actually don't have a collar on her. Oh. Just free burden it. I see. I I have thought about it, though. Would you actually fight your cat? To put a collar on Are they chill? I mean, she's pretty chill. So, like, I don't think she would fight me. But I also don't think there's really a reason for me to have a collar on her since she is an indoor cat. I don't think she'll, think she'll fight you. She'll just murder you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not a fight, but it's one sided. Yeah. <laughs> like, motherfucker. Pop, pop, pop. And coming in low key, chill. It's the race squared. What up, everyone? I hope y'all doing well this evening. This evening, this afternoon, this morning. Once again, welcome. Um, as always, you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. I do stress that enough. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts because no hits whatsoever on Apple Podcasts. Whew! Y'all love Spotify. I, I can see that because uh, we, we got some hits on Spotify, which is great. But... If we want money, if you want us to do, if you want me to have better quality on my, just my end on my own, or Benita and Ray to have better quality mics, you know, we need those ad, that ad revenue. So, you know, just, you know, kick us a review. Yeah. Some hits on Apple Podcasts. I can actually pay people if we do this. (laughs) But no, we're doing actually very well on Spotify, which is surprising. (laughs) 37 subscribers. It went Thank up. Thank you. It went, it went up because it was technically, I think if I remember correctly, in January, it was at 25. We bumped up to 37. So that's still good, though. That's progress. I celebrate the mm-hmm. lives. Thank you to each and every one of those 37. And if you're in Austria, I'm, thank you for listening. I think we um, on SoundCloud let us know what's countries listening so far two people from austria and then one from yuma and i know who that is that is um friend of the podcast leticia carrasso thank you lady for continuing on listening to the podcast and hearing our tangent rants sometimes shouting matches against one against one another in this case last week's episode um our illustrious host Ray Abinita came down on me saying I can't talk shit if I have not seen Birds of Prey. But guess what? It was a lot of chaotic shit talking for sure. Yep. But I actually watched Birds of Prey. 
this past weekend. Fucking finally. After a year and six months, I finally watched it. And on Letterboxd, you can follow Desi is Dead on Letterboxd. I had review it. Apparently, I can get screeners if um, these big companies actually look at my shit. So I've been posting that everywhere. Um, I gave it a three and a half out of five. It's not bad. It's not great. It's middle of the road for me. Middle of the road. Um, I don't like the fact that this is my mini review for a, a year and six month old movie. Um, just because I, I don't re- I don't ever remember reading when it comes to animation or reading comic books that Harley was ever protected when she was with the when she, like she was with the Joker or when she broke up like Harley was always that character that showed you oh she can take care of herself even though that it was I'm finally glad someone admitted that that was a very toxic relationship between Harley and Joker. Like, and there are people still to this day who will say they're the best couple ever. I'm like, you need to reassess your your personal life. If you think Joker and Harley Quinn is the comic book couple. Like, seriously, reassess your life. Go see a therapist. Because the general consensus is Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn. I'm just saying. Or if you're nasty, Nightwing and Harley Quinn. Um, All right. I'm sorry for that one. Um, I think, like, the whole, like, thing with that is because it was set up in the previous movie. So it still sort of has to follow along with the Suicide Squad and in the Suicide, or not the Suicide Squad, but in the OG Suicide Squad Um Joker was uh, weirdly protective of her and um, possessive, going out of his way to um, hunt her down and take her back from Amanda Waller and that whole thing. And then, you know, just that whole scene in the club where he offers her up um, to sleep with Common. Poor Common. And then shoots Common because he says no so it's i think just again leading up with the fact that like both of them harley and the joker are unpredictable and so no one wants to like step on any toes and so when she did her big announcement of breaking up that's when they were like oh okay so that that's she doesn't sorry go ahead she doesn't have like they don't have to worry again about like his repercussion. That was like the whole point was like they were worried about him instead of worrying about her so much. And then this was her whole again with the title of it, the fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. So they found out that she is a badass in her own right. And I've noticed in a way this was her origin story to being that Harlequin we all know. That's why I chalked, that's what I that's what I chalked it up by the end of the movie. So I was like that was the great I didn't put that in my review. That was just like in a way like we're getting an origin movie which I feel we should have got an or a proper origin with Harley cuz 
she just sprang up in the animated series and she would just like get gave them bits and pieces to her backstory and maybe like one 30 minute episode detailing her origin on Batman the animated series if we would have just spread that out to across a movie and just made Harley the central character it would, it would be I would have called it the movie Harley Quinn and the emancipation and her emancipation but I don't want to mansplain that part. I don't want to mansplain that because that that. Yeah. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh my god. I'm gonna see that movie. Her um, was it gonna be on Netflix or in theaters? Her her John Wick style movie. Because everyone is getting a John Wick style movie now. Anyway. I think that one's Netflix. I'm definitely watching that day one because she is bad. At- not enough scenes with her as the huntress in the movie, but when she's in her scenes, she st- I, to me she steals it. Like she was like, okay, I'm gonna barely be in the movie, and like I'm just like the plot device to help help these women get um where they went where they be and to be the character who's well, even though Renee Montoya said let's start a t- start a group, you know. Was it Black Canary who said we started group? No, I think it was no, I think it was Renee Montoya. Yeah, I think it was Montoya. Um, but yeah, not enough scenes, and I like the fact that when she finally said her code name, Black Canary. Damn, that's a good fucking name. That's a good code name. Article was like, mm-hmm. You should stick with that. That had that had me laughing. I was like, they kept on calling her the, the crossbow killer, and she's like, I ain't the fucking crossbow killer. I'm the Long pause, Huntress. Ooh, that's a good fucking name. Yeah. No, I like that had me dying. That actually had me. Um, I was like, my brother's like, you laughing at that scene? It's fucking funny. Get out of here. Um, this great scene with Rosie Perez, kick ass. It's, 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 oh my god, that woman right there. Also, does Rosie Perez age? I don't think she ages. Like a fine wine. <clears throat> Look at look at yeah out of her bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I would have I didn't like the I understand there is a storyline there's a I forgot the number of the issues, but actually no this took place during the time I think Batman was quote unquote dead around this time and Rene Montoya um, relapsed. And it was up to the question and not Cassandra Kane, um, Kate Kane, Batwoman, to help re, um, rehabilitate uh, Renee Montoya. So uh, there are too many characters in this universe with the last name Kane. I know, because you got too many. Too have, many. You got Cassandra Kane, C A N, and you have Kate Kane, K A N. K A N E. Oh, fuck. Cause, oh, shit. No, yeah. Because Cassandra goes on to become. Um, Batgirl um, for, for a very brief moment. Yeah. But, and um, in the wreck, when they did the new 52, and then Nightwing ended up becoming Agent Grayson, Kate Kane is a mute. Well, she still is a mute, but she is an assassin, not a thief. Harper Rowe. Pretty much, Cassandra Kane in Birds of Prey is Harper Rowe, 
minus the fact that Harper Rowe is better is a techie, but she is a thief who ended up like working for Dick Grayson and ended up taking the name um, Bluebird. He helped her give him the, um, the code name Bluebird. So I was like, they they basically merged two characters in one for Cassandra Kane in this movie. And I'm like, you could have just made this young girl um, Harper Rowe because it would make sense. Because this young lady was, was really playing that character. And she was cool. Not bratty. She said what was on her mind. She was like, even though Erna's like, yeah, it's just business. No, the girl's like, you an asshole. You're, proving, you're literally proving what people write. You're not doing anything right. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Tell these adults off. Tell us off. Because we are not good people. Why not? Um, Chris Messina, though. Holy fuck. Him is Victor's ass. That. I don't think that dude gets enough credit as an actor. Like, I only, like, seen him in, like, in comedies. I haven't seen any really him doing any dramas. Um, so this would be, like, as close to him doing something serious as close as possible. And he went in. Like, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis type of fucking in on a character. It was good. It was good. Um, now, we get to Black Mask, to which you can also look back, listen to Space Idea Collective, KS Talking, where Benita went on a good rant saying that I was not watching this movie because Black Mask dies at the end. Because that was what you fucking said. Let's not trigger anything. That was what you fucking said. Let's not relapse. Let's not relapse. Then just admit it. Admit to your your BS excuses. It's fine. It's fine. Let's move forward. Let's mm-hmm. move, let's move forward. Let's mm-hmm. let's be above our previous selves and just move we forward. We can't move forward without uh, accepting and healing from our previous mistakes. And guess what? That's not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. like I was saying, mm-hmm. Black Mask. Um, I have never seen Ian. Mc- I've seen Ian McGregor play assholes. Transpotting is one of them. Well, actually, the only movie I've seen. Ian McGregor played just a fucked up um, character. But I fucking hate that movie. That so many people talk about how great it is, and I'm like, I fucking hate that movie. That, <laughs> there's a scene that scarred me for fucking life. There's one scene that scarred me for life. It was with the baby. Yep. Yep. I was like, I, I can't, I can't watch this movie. I cannot watch this movie again. Like I cannot look at what's his name, who's uh, who did um um Holmes with um Lucy Lou. What's his name? Fuck. He was in Transpotting. God damn it. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um. Oh fuck. What's his name? I keep like. God damn it! I keep thinking of hackers. Um, I know I'm, I'm, that was the because um, somebody was um posted a hackers re like uh, it's the anniversary of hackers. Johnny Lee Miller. Miller. There we go. Johnny there we Miller. go. There we go. I cannot. I could not watch his Sherlock Holmes TV show because every time I look at him, I think of that damn scene from Train Spotting. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like you two connected to this shit now. Robert Carlyle, he did enough 
where I can't, I'm like, 28 days, no, 28, no, 28 weeks later. And that, best one. Mm. That was a, that was a good, I think, follow-up to 28 days. I honestly. The first movie I've seen Idris Elba in. I kind of prefer it to 28 days. Mm. Um, but that's just, I think, just because it was more of like that worldwide impact and I don't know, I think there's a bunch more like holy shit moments and mm-hmm. that one then more like that quiet like humanity is the real villain all along that like 28 days later was really uh-huh. going for my brother was like man that dude looks familiar when um Jeremy Renner was cast as Hawkeye he was like damn this dude looked familiar I was like have I feel you, like have I've you, seen have, him grow up somewhere. <laughs> he was like, I was like, I, um, I was like, did you see the movie he did with Anthony Mackie? Um, fuck, I had the damn name in the movie and I just blatantly forgot it. Fuck, um, that he, he's a uh, not Avengers. The, um, him and Anthony Mackie was um, Avengers too. <laughs> Patty Jenkins directed it. Um. Yeah, I keep thinking of that terrible. Um. What was that fucking like? Oh, SWAT. <laughs> Do you guys remember that movie? Oh, I remember SWAT. I actually own it. I actually like. Oh, I haven't seen it. I like it. So judge me all you want. It's it's that no, it's that like terrible good where you're like, this is so bad. It's fucking stupid. I love Hurt it. Locker. There we go. Hurt Locker. Oh, that wasn't Patty Jenkins. Who was that again? I, oh yeah, I'm clicking, um, I'm clicking on it. I'm clicking on it. Uh, uh it's uh, it's with the K. Catherine. Uh, Catherine Bigelow. Point Break. Catherine. Yeah, there you uh, go. Um, I, I asked my brother, like, "Did you see um her locker?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Wait a minute." Twenty eight weeks later, he's like, "The dude I got buried up at the end." I was like, "Yep." <laughs> yeah, that was such like a traumatic moment. <laughs> Like, like, I do, like, I'm like, I had a feeling he wasn't really going to make it, but, like, I was like, you didn't have to go out that way, bro. You didn't have to go out that way. He went out that way. (laughs) But, um, anywho. If you really think about it, most of the MCU actors died fucked up deaths in movies before they joined the MCU. Like Jeremy Renner ran over by a train in uh, SWAT, burned alive by um, Napalm at the end of 28 Weeks Later. Chris Evans shot in the throat in that Keanu Reeves um, Wait, drama. Sure. Jeremy Renner was in um, 28 Weeks Later? Yeah. And with, yeah. with Idris Elba. He, he, also died, he also died in The Town. I didn't... I didn't ever see The Town, so... Eh. They, at least, I, at least I can expect it. At least I can expect it when I get to it. That's fine. Um, back to. I just wanna. I just wanna. Um, let's see. Um, have a disclaimer because we was just talking about spoilers. Everything we was <laughs> talking about was spoilers. So not what I just said alone was spoiler. We was literally talking about the movies, the, the death of a character of an actor in the movies that he's been in. So. So I feel like this is. A good discussion we could totally do on black hole tangents where we just fall down the rabbit hole of like 
what actor has had the most gruesome deaths on screen. Uh, he has actually not, he is not the one that has died the most. I think someone did a tally, and I think it was Robert De Niro has actually died the most on screen. Oh, wow. I can do a quick Google search again just to, like... I was gonna say confirm it, it, but it is not Sean Bean. I was gonna say MCU actors because Evans got um, frozen to death and stuck in that isolation tank in Sunshine. Another. Oh yeah, that was that was a bad that was a bad way to go too. And then once again, shot in the throat in that movie with Keanu Reeves. That um that that um, what the fuck is the name of that movie? I think End of Watch. Not End of Watch. And I'm not gonna spit. We, <laughs> we we definitely went in the black hole tangent on this one. All right, mm-hmm. black, black to Ian McGregor. <laughs> um, he. Oh, I am so sorry. I do stand uh, corrected. Um, Danny Trejo is oh. uh, the one that has died the most oh. on screen, apparently. I'll have to fact check a couple other sources on that, but like the only two movies I ever seen Danny Trejo die is in um, Desperado. He died in Spy Kids. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I, I remember Desperado and from Dust Till Dawn. Was I just the want to say, mm-hmm. say um, the movie that Danny Trejo was in, um, Machete, could be potentially. And the uh, related to Sprite Kids, they could be in the same universe because his character's name was Shetty, but they called him Uncle Machete. So I thought it was Uncle Eddie. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was Machete. Is his name Machete? Look, I will tell you this: Carla, Carla G, um, um, Cagino and Anthony Banderas. They are legitimately the action version of. Gomez and Morticia Adams. You can tell throughout Spy Kids they wanted to not the actress because I think they was married. They both married at the time, but their characters just wanted to fuck. Like fuck these kids, fuck the spy life. Let's just find them island and just go to town on one another. I'm just saying. Back to Ian McGregor. That is a horrible transition. Fuck that. It was terrible, but it's okay. We're going to go with it. It's going to go with it. Because um, he has died a lot in movies. There you go. Um, oh. No. No more tangents. No more tangents. <laughs> tangents. Stop this. Um, this was a very interesting take on Black Mask. Um, I'm like, okay. He's, uh, the, and I actually liked it, the representation of white male fragility. That's what I took from it. Um, saw how easily he was taken out. I was like, yeah, you went out like a bitch because you are a bitch. My brother's like, are you calling a character? I was like, yes, I'm calling him a bitch because he went out like one. Like a bitch. You Instead of you getting your hands dirty, you get all these other people hands dirty. You he like literally turn away to not see somebody get their face peeled off. I'm like, come on, 
you squeamish because of a snot bubble. He's a bitch. Goodbye, Black Mask. The mask is dope, though. I give him that, but yeah. Could have just. He could have just. Black Canary could just killed him off. And speaking of Black Canary, Journey Smollett. Seriously, I hate the fact that Warner Brothers cares more about their box office baseline as opposed to film quality. You legit. They had legit had five great actresses in this movie. They could have easily did a bir actual Birds of Prey movie with Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Journey Smollett. They should be already in production, like middle production now for it. But we're not getting it. Just like like we're not getting Lovecraft Country Season 2. Because Journey Smollett was on a roll. You got Birds of Prey. She killed it. Killed it in um, Lovecraft Country. I don't even who's think she's... Journey who's Journey Smollett? She's she what? played Black Canary in Birds Black of Prey. Yeah. The singer? She's not yeah, she's the singer. The in Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey. Never heard of it. Well Go sip on some water. Go sit in the corner. Um <laughs> I was just playing, I heard of it. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. I was like I'm waiting. I was waiting for that. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> she, she's the sister of Jesse Smollett, and they have like five thousand siblings. Yeah, it's oh, uh, it's really funny when you realize that, and you're like, hmm. oh, your brother is hmm. uh, just. Uh, I feel. I sad. mean, everyone does stupid shit, but that was like some real stupid shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but I do like to see more of. I want to see more Rosie Perez. I would have loved the fact if they could have just added Rosie Perez. Well, we're not getting any more Batfleck. <laughs> so I would genuinely love to see like Birds of Prey as a TV show rather than like a movie because I feel like the whole premise lends itself HBO Max a lot better to yeah like a. Like a TV show with a crime of the week type thing. Because um, I don't, I don't know the fuck is up with DC and Warner Brothers. Because this is where going forward, you have Batgirl, Static, and Blue Beetle going to HBO Max. Um, be gotta be superhero Static shot. Yep. Um. I think they're still current. They're still looking for an actor to play Static, which I don't blame them. The the fact that they say it's hard because you legit have to find like. I think they probably going if they're taking so long to find an actor, they're going with a no name for Static. Because so far, the dude who's playing Blue Beetle has been in um, the Fosters, and he's currently in Cobra Kai. I haven't, watched, I haven't watched Corbin Kai, so I can't judge it. Who are you? I don't like you, his... You, I do not like that character from fucking Karate Kid. You want me to watch a series where he's the main character? You know what, man? You know, you're not the host of the show anymore. I'll get the fuck out of here. Okay, let's just... I mean, everyone, please note this down. 
that the excuse that Des has said, he's not watching Cobra Kai. You expecting you expecting me to watch a racist, misogynistic asshole as the main character of a fucking show? Was he racist? Yes. Was he misogynistic? Have you watched Karate Kid? Please tell me. Like Ralph Macchio's character is Italian. He was calling him racist Italian shit throughout Karate Kid, and he was making fun of Mr. Miyagi. His character was at the time, and he was still he's being like not so much a racist asshole as an adult, but he still had those tendencies. I seen the first episode. I'm like, no, I just can't get past the first episode. And then I'm now people are telling me like all these kids like they go for two seasons they're still training and all of a sudden they have these big giant fucking brawls like wait a minute when they're like they're having a big giant fucking brawl and they still like white white or yellow belts get the fuck out of here turn into Power Rangers within the season come on come on that's like suspicion my disbelief of um, Daniel's son being a great martial artist in like and if you really look at the span of Karate Kid one or two that's only like literally two weeks apart. In movie time. And Daniel's supposed to be like the best. Oh, come on. He's the best. I knew he was going to do it. I knew he was going to do it. There's a song in Karate Kid 2 for Daniel and um, was it Kimiko. What's that song? Like a knight in shining armor. From a long time ago. Okay, I gotta watch rewatch Karate Kid too. I gotta yeah, watch. I'm trying to remember that one, and I'm like, when was the last time I watched Karate Kid too? And I can't remember. But um, would I own Birds of Prey? Yes, I will actually own it in my collection. I will put Birds of Prey in the top five Marvel um Disney movies. I mean, goddamn it, DC movies. So, The Suicide Squad is number one. Birds of Prey would be at two. Aquaman at three. Controversial. Man is still at four. Wonder Woman at five. The first Wonder Woman. Everything else is self-explanatory. Except for Justice League and BBS are nine and ten. Because fuck those movies. Like, seriously, fuck those movies. Like, I have words with Zack Snyder. And I have words with the fucking producer who is still on these DC movies. Like, what the fuck? You have now close to 700 years worth of DC property. Just go in with the weird. You see them going in with the weird with Harley Quinn. You can't go in with the weird with these fucking DC heroes. And then this bullshit. We don't know how to make a Superman movie because these two. You have no fucking imagination. If Superman and Lois... studio execs. They don't have imagination. Oh, um, Tom Cavanaugh, um, former Ed actor, former Arrowverse actor, now turned Arrowverse director, he has directed the majority of episodes of Superman and Lois, and there's rumors of them moving Superman and Lois to HBO Max so they can get better budget and quality. They want to keep Tom Cavanaugh on as... Um, part of the show's list of directors. Apparently he's doing good shit. His episodes get higher ratings, apparently. 
That's, I'm like, hey, you have someone, he, I think he's in an interview, he, he's aware of DC Comics, but he was like never a big reader. But he understands the world and the lore. Get directors and writers who are like that. They are aware of these characters and they're going to at least try. Like all of Marvel, majority of these writers and directors may, may, never read a comic book. I think Nia DaCosta, who's currently doing the Marvels, says she has not read a comic book. But she's in it. She's like, as soon as she started reading the script, she started immersing herself and the actors and actresses who um, are in her movie, which is like all pumped. They got her pumped and she started reading more comic books. She started reading comic books that she has her set for the Marvels, which has me hyped for the Marvels, which would be 2022, which is coming up fast. Like, fuck. 2022? Four months? Wait, no, 2023. It got pushed back. It got pushed back. 2023, because Miss Marvel also got pushed to 2022 since Hawkeye, starring Haley Steinfeld, is coming out this November. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Next topic. Star Wars Visions will be released this September. And oh my god, that trailer. And all nine episodes are just gonna release all at the same time so you get the bench watch them. Don't call me that day, don't talk to me, don't text me. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing already. <laughs> and I apparently missed a cool trailer. Yeah, oh my gosh, Vedita. Oh <laughs> my gosh, Vedita, Vedita, Vedita. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're fucking up. Usually I say, I. Usually I say this phrase for Desmond, but yeah, you fucking up. Yeah, I actually saw the trailer. Desmond actually saw the trailer. You haven't, Benita. Oh my god, I've never been so disappointed in you in my life. <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't put, been on the socials as much lately. Put, so. down, put down your wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> no. Go outside the real world. I'm a boozy fruit is at the bottom. Um, here's the studios that are that worked on, and actually here's the the titles and Wait. the studios that worked on Star Wars Visions. Wait, let me let me get, let me guess one of is one of Studio Trigger. Yep. Okay. Um, is one them you foldable? No. Um, is one them um. Uh, Studio Bones? Nope. Okay. Okay. Kamikaze Duga is one studio. Gino Studio. Studio um, Colorado. Studio Trigger, like you mentioned. Kamina um, Citrus. Science. Saru. And Production IG. Oh, Production IG, though. The company behind Ghost of Tackle Titan and for me, Ghost in the Shell. That when I saw um, projection IG, I was like, they do good shit. Yo, fuck Ghost in the Shell. The anime, we all know, we all in the collective, fuck the live action movie, but the anime is fire. All right? No, the anime is ass. Fuck you. All right, don't make me meet you. All right, don't make me meet you. <laughs> so, like I was saying, the original, the air date will be September twenty second. Um, literally. 
about three, three and a half, three and a half, four weeks away. Here are the titles for this, each episode. You have disclaimer: I do like Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex. I'm just playing. <laughs> okay. Um, you have the duel for episode one, lap, lop and ocho for episode two, tattooing rhapsody for episode three, the twins for episode four, the elder for episode five. Studio Trigger did those back to back episodes. Um, you have the village bride for episode six, Anakin for wait no, Akakiri for episode seven, TLB one. For episode eight, studios, um, uh, studio science Saru did those back-to-back episodes, and the ninth Jedi by Projection IG. So this is going. I know for um, in a group I'm um, in a Discord group. I'm another Discord group I'm in. Um, this guy is talking about anime again, and I was like. My Weibo card has been revoked because I don't talk about anime as much as I used to anymore, and I barely watch any anime anymore, except for like the few that I've been watching since high school, which would be like Outlaw Star, Ghost in the Shell, um, both. I'm standing on Complex and standing standing on Complex Second Gig, and it's like some quintual animated features that came out after those. Um, I got burnt down on Bleach after seeing, especially. You go on Hulu or fucking Crunchyroll and you notice they got over like 23 seasons. It's like, fuck you. I'm like, like, nope. Like, One Piece got over like a thousand plus episodes. And majority of those fucking episodes of Bleach and One Piece are filler episodes. And then the egregious one that pisses me off. Inuasha. It was close to the end. And then for some fucking reason it disappears. Off of Toonami. And then I'm hearing from the grapevine, people got to see the ending of Inuyasha. And then all of a sudden, Hulu got the complete Inuyasha collection. I looked at the episode count for Inuyasha. I haven't opened up Hulu in the last two months because of that. Well, no, that's a lot because I watched Reservation Dogs, um, episode three. Um, They talked about colonization while smoking weed. Definitely watch that episode because you're going to be laughing your ass off and you'll be learning the history lesson on colonization within the reservation for Native Americans. That's, I don't know how they do it for that show. But they could they combine history, comedy, and drama all in one. But back to anime. Um, I dropped off of... Um, this is going to be uh, controversial and um, Ray's going to be in his feelings for this one. I dropped off of Attack on Titan. You know what, Benita, the position for um, host of the show has become open. I know you've been wanting to take over for a while. Um, it's your chance. They want to try, they want to do a coup yeah, up in this bitch. They want to do a coup up in this bitch. Um, asking for someone to take over for him for years. Okay, okay. Well, good to know. Do I need, um, do I need like an application? Do you need like a oh, resume? Yeah, it's, it's yours. It's yours. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool, cool. Cool. I'll give you all the accounts that has to deal with um need to be paid on before the next month. I'll give <laughs> I'll give you that right to you, Benita. <laughs> Go ahead and pay for them. Since you, know, you you got that white wine with the white grapes, with mm-hmm. the frozen strawberry with the AC. 
At that? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. go, ahead, go ahead take care of the finances of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... This may get me back into Star Wars. Star Wars Visions might get me back into Star Wars. If they keep this up. I'm not I'm still not gonna watch Man I'm still not gonna watch Mandalorian or sorry, I love Rosaria Dawson. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch Ahsoka. Why are you not watching Mandalorian? Why aren't you watching that? Fuck Star Wars, man. All of a sudden they wanna now now they wanna now they wanna worry about canon. Now they wanna start worrying about canon. Yes, because it's not canon. Because it's not canon. This is a non-canon show, which will I will actually I'm watch. I'm gonna need you to take an L on this one. I'm not oh taking God. an L. Star Wars been taking a major it's, fucking it, it, L. Been taking a major okay, fucking me, L with these sequel to, trilogy. Let me be the first one to say that Star Wars has put out more bad content than good. So the series is like the franchise as a whole is fun, but there's little sports of brilliance here and there. And Mandalorian is one of those first so you better watch that if you know what's good for you you ain't gonna do shit you over there sick so sit down I'm not take the I'm not you. I'm not I hear threats alright I hear threats I'm gonna cough on you this whole entire episode for the last 30 minutes you know 40 minutes let's take over let's take over the show let's take over the show Lila <laughs> Okay. Oh, you gonna pull a John Cena? Like, you can't see me. Mm. Yeah, I think there's I think there's some um some tile around here. You know what? Really just I will go Roman Reigns on all of you. Broken take us broken tile here. Yeah. I, w- I will go Roman Reigns on all of you on here. I got some I got Uso level type of people on my back. Mm-hmm. I will, I will, I will go Roman Reigns on y'all. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Next. <laughs> Next up. Adventure Time. Staying on our cartoon trip. Adventure Time is coming back with um, a spinoff series, but this time it's not going to be focused on Finn and Jake. It's going to be focused on Fiona and Cake. Um, it's going to be over 10 episodes and um, they're going to be a half an hour. They're going to be, a, their title is a multi-universe, a multiverse hopping adventure, a journey of self-discovery despite darkness trailing in the shadows. After all, an evil is hunting our heroes and his hopes to erase their existence altogether. Um, I'm down for this. I know some people... Like they was, they was legitimately. There was I think it was season five or six. They did like a spinoff, like like what if Finn was a girl, hence Fiona, and then Cake, and they flipped it. Um, the actress who voiced Cake, I think um, she passed away, if I remember correctly. So, and I don't know if they're gonna bring the actress back who played Fiona. That's the only thing. Because it would be cool if they actually brought, um, well, one of the voice actresses back for for this. Um, I'm not going to spe- spoil what happens to Finn and Jake. Oh, season three. Here it is. Yeah. There was gender swap leads for season three of the alternate versions of Finn and Jake. I had to, I had to scroll down for this one. But, yeah. Um, has anyone watched Adventure Time? Um, 
have not watched Adventure Time? Back back in the day when I was a kid. Uh, you yeah, be- like a few episodes. Not really, like, all the way through. You'd be surprised how adult Adventure Time gets. Spe- I don't think I would be, because I feel like most cartoons yeah. are kind like, of like that. Like, I, I know about Adventure Time. It's like, it has some adult themes, especially between um, Darius King and Marceline, a.k.a. Um, AKA Simon. So, mm-hmm. especially, and like, um, Finn's relationships with people. And the boy gets his arm cut off, too, so. Spoiler. You know what? I said the boy. So you don't know who I referred to. There's only to there's this, only one. Don't try to, don't there's try a, to put on me. Motherfucker, it's called Adventure Time with Finn and Jake. There's only one boy uh, in the series. No, Jake's a boy too. He's a dog. He's a boy dog. He's a dog. Let's He's not this, this, no. let's not no, let's no, not said, let's, like dogs. Okay. Benita, does dogs have a gender? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Do, do animals have sex and gender? Yes, they do. And you, sir, just spoiled the series for other people. I did not spoil the fact. Did I say what happened to Finn and Jake at the end of the series? No. You said Finn loses an arm. No, I did not say Finn. I did not say. I said the boy. You did now. Ah! No, you can say that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Whatever. Was Look, it, what's that got you moment? You just you, you just said it. You said whatever. No, I got you to say it. Look, look, we, we all we all do these things. We all do. These, yeah, you did can it. You please, can you please tell this man like he's taking this out? Fine. I'm just sitting here sipping on my wine and enjoying watching everything burn. We're going to call this the Wine Club episode. Everyone, We're legit calling everyone, this the Wine Club add, episode. Everyone, add Desmond and send him an L on Twitter, <laughs> on Instagram, on all of his things. You just said my name, and you... <laughs> Good luck finding me. Um, his address is 1638. <laughs> yeah, give him give the wrong address. Give, go ahead, get the wrong address. But um, it is, it will be on HBO Max. I'm exclusively HBO Max. It won't become the Cartoon Network. Um, there is no definitive release date for the Adventure Time spinoff. So this is like I'm chopping this up like um, Invincible. About over a year and a half ago, they announced the show, how many episodes is going to be, but they don't give you the release date. No, without Adventure Time, we wouldn't be having this quality of cartoons coming out. This wouldn't sound, as you would say, of cartoons, but uh, Adventure Time. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of cartoon successes these days are built off of um, Adventure Time's back, especially Steven Universe. Oh yes, I need to. I need to get back on Steven Universe because um, a lot of good content was coming out at the same time as Steven Universe, and then seeing like where Steven Universe goes. Like holy fuck! And then the sound, their soundtrack, getting actresses and actors who can actually sing. And then you got, um, I want to say Fiona Staples, but no, she's um, this the um, the artist for um, the artist for Saga. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was legit reading. I was legit. I was reading Saga before we started. <laughs> oh, no. 
Like, how many L's are you going to take today, though, man? God. Look, at least I'm reading Saga, motherfucker. God dang, man. Oh, you my. read it right now? That's an L, too. No, like I said, I... Once you... Man. Let's get you ain't listening. I said before we was recording. Man, your middle name must be L. I'm just glad you're reading it. I'm thinking about rereading Why the Last Man before the show airs. But then uh, I, have I did not. The have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah. I did. I'm kind of pumped for it. Like, it didn't really. It didn't show a lot. Like. I was told they showed the actresses that's going to be the leads in the movie, but you don't see Yorick or Amber Sam. Not, not movie. TV show. Yes, yeah, a TV show. On FX and Hulu on FX, which will air a day after it premieres. And let me say that they're going to be inclusive with this. Mm-hmm. And I, I can am... see where they're going to go. I, I can see where they're going to go with this. I hope the writer who read the comic was like, oh, we are not going to do that ending. We're not going to do that ending. We're going to do our own version of the ending. Mm. I, that, uh, I like Brian Kavon. I, I really do. I Wait, just, what, what's wrong with the ending? Spoilers. And, no. I'm just saying spoilers as in like just people who haven't read it yet. We're going to be discussing spoilers. That's all you gotta do. You know Spoilers. what? Let's let's actually let's sit on why the last man until the show airs. We'll do a, like we did with, like me and Ray did with um, Invincible. We'll do a comparison and contrast between the comic and the show while talking about the show. Invincible, you need to do better. Your animation needs to be top notch, and that's not what we're getting. Yep. So we'll you better be better. So we'll we won't go ahead and spoilers until like whenever Why the Last Man ends. I, I would you rather this whole, you was following this whole episode. You, now you decided to spare people. This is the one rare occasion <laughs> where the comic and the show are are, are both out. Yes, I'm being respectful, bitch. So there we go. Next up, hey, call me a um, Mm, we can forego the Simpsons gaming cabinet because this is just um, agreed that we don't need. Especially if you broke. Derailed this episode so hard. Yeah. Oh well, this is a. F- I I had fun with this episode. This has been a fun fifty minutes. <laughs> and now we're gonna go to something. It is a hot hot or whatever. Is yeah. this episode done? So I can see my kids again. You ain't got no kids. <laughs> and the only kids you got is those damn Jordans you got. <laughs> they are my baby. Yeah. All right. So I unfortunately got up early this morning. Day of this recording is August 17th. So I got up early this morning to watch their um, CD Project Red's Twitch stream. To see, they made a big deal about. Oh, we're gonna have. We're gonna talk about DLC for Cyberpunk 2077. It's a fucking cosmetic upgrade in DLC. I got up at 8:50 this morning to watch a 40-minute conversation. That's early. I don't like getting up. I early. I don't like getting up in the morning. 
at all. I really don't. Even this has been going on since I was like five. I don't like getting up in the morning. I don't function at least by like 11 o'clock. Like I'm the opposite where I feel the morning is my evening time. And like from afternoon to like 3, 4 a.m. It's like the best time to be up. That's just me. That's always been me, but I have to acclimate my um, sleeping schedule since I am certified the legal guardian of my 29-year-old autistic brother who I constantly have to worry about him being very open and honest to social workers, especially like the last time he told the social worker, oh, my brother curses a lot. That's where I learned how to curse. I'm like, motherfucker, you know the city of Los Angeles can take you. Shut up! What's wrong with that? He's a 29-year-old man. But he's autistic. He's the type where I can't leave him. Like I have to make sure like he's okay being at home alone. Like, I cook him three square meals so you don't have to go in and almost kill us again. He left the oven on. I was I legit started smelling gas and I was like, it could have suffocated. Bruh That would have been it. We already lost grandma, you gonna you gonna take us out with her? I love him. I love him. Just he needs to quit snitching. That's all I'm saying. Just don't tell people your brother curse. Oh, and that ain't the worst of it. He legit said, Oh, I call my brother smoking weed in the backyard. Bruh! Personal time. It's legal in Cali. It's legal in Cali, but here's the thing, though. I don't know if I have to do drug tests now. I don't know. I'm scared of social workers now. Now that I'm having to be a, a guardian, an actual guardian. But back to Cyberpunk. Oh, you yeah. wasn't talking about Destiny the whole time? No. Um. There you are, there you audience. There you go, you audience. Um, a little slice of life of my personal life right there. Um, so here's the patch highlights. Um, they added a button which will um will help you reallocate your distribution perks. Um, instead of you having to spend over 330 credits, which is I never heard that in any game. If you want to respect your character. And they charge you so fucking much to respect your character. They fixed that. Um, they added a filter for quest items in um, in your inventory, which they should have been there since day one. Um, quest items tags from miscellaneous jobs will now be removed after finish the associated quest, allowing them to be sold or dropped. Finally, um, and it's possible to upgrade uh, upgrade crafting components in bulk, which you couldn't do before. Um, it fixed qua- um crashes. I was gonna say qua- I was gonna say crashes, like fucking, goddamn it, crashes that occurred during um when loading a save after the car combat sequence in Urasaka with Urasaka agents. Um, that is a specific level that is um a spoiler, which I'm not gonna say. Um, it fixed another crash that happened um in a lo- in a mission called Never Fade Away. And it also fixed a crash that occurs 
turning off or on the crowd mini map options in, um, in the set in the in the settings menu, which is that's a weird fucking crash. Um, also, like I said, it was a cos pretty cosmetic DLC. You'll be getting two fucking jackets. Yay. Um, after the completing the ride mission, mean um, and there's gonna be a free car given. Um is considered a piece of a DLC. Um you get that after doing a specific mission for the um your the mission giver Rogue Amadarius gives you. Um it's eh. That's what they consider DLC. I just consider just in-game stuff just a that's part of a patch. Um, they did say they are currently working on the expansion, to which I did I, I wrote this down. They're working on the expansion, but they can't say anything about it. But you just told us you're working on the expansion now. Um, they're using the same um, style as Witcher 3's release in terms of DLC and releasing their expansions. I haven't really played um, Witcher Three, and I wasn't really paying attention to their release schedule on during that time. So, if any, if you both, one of you both, have played Witcher Three, um, I, I guess y'all have better. Um... Sir, you have not played Witcher Three. No, one of the greatest games of all time. That made it is a really good game. That made people believe in CD Projekt Red in the first place. To have them place their belief in this game to cause pre-orders and it causes major backlash because it put all their hearts and souls into believing these people to only be betrayed by a broken game. The same Witcher 3 that inspired, not inspired, but like, like, um, that's based off the, um, the book series, which made the book series most successful by itself, which in turn made them make a Netflix show based off the te- uh, based off the books. Also, according to your Witcher, a valley of Don't sing the goddamn song. A valley of plenty. <laughs> Desmond, you are signing your resignation of, <laughs> of your career as a host of the show. Oh, boo-hoo for you, bitch. So, their DLC for The Witcher 3 was really fantastic because they had, like two big like big expansion packs like one was bigger than the others the blood and wine was like huge and amazing because it was huge amazing um and then the first one was um also still really good but it was uh what the fuck was it called with like the fairy tales and shit um Mm-hmm. Fuck, what was it called? That's gonna bug me. But they also had a bunch of free DLC and stuff um, as well, which was really great, too. Um, so that's all I have on the Witcher 3. Well, um, look in the in our Discord. You'll see a picture of the fourth DLC, an alternate appearance for Keanu Reeves' Johnny Silverhand for his character, an alternate look that you can that is included in the game now. Um, I do not want to see that version of Keanu Reeves because it looks weird. I know he's a game character. Is just that is just 
a weird add-on for a DLC. But I have a question for you, Desmond. Yeet. Have you tried tossing a coin to your Witcher? <laughs> and that's the show. Thank you for listening to the Space Oddity, Space Oddity Collective Podcast. Uh, you got the news. You got me finally watching Birds of Prey. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about episode one and two of Marvel's What If. Um, getting ourselves prepared. Oh God, yeah, we didn't even get a chance to talk about that in this episode. Because no. we went off the rails. And we was waiting for our MIA fourth co-host, the Dama Lama writer, is was sitting sitting out was also sitting out this episode. So we was hoping he'll pop up um, to know if he actually watched it or not. So somewhere smiling down on us, or he's probably stuck at work doing IT for a thing for thankless people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't, we didn't do one. We we actually should congratulate ourselves. We didn't talk shit about the governor of Texas, though. We didn't talk shit about them. And to stop to stop us, once again, thank you for listening <laughs> to the podcast. We're gonna talk shit about the governor of Texas after we leave after this podcast is done recording. But um, remember, SoundCloud. God damn it, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just review us, listen to us, continue listening to us. Thank you to over 37 um, people listening to us and almost over 500 streams and starts, which is, I'm, I'm like I said, I know most people are like, we want a thousand or more. Like, I'm happy with the small boost that we're getting every time, every six, every three to six months that I look at the analytics. So thank you for listening as always. Benny Hanna on uh, Clumsy Baker on Twitter. She barely tweets, but when she tweets, you better be there. Yeah. Um, if you want to look at the dopest, freshest Jordans, follow Ray Squared on Instagram. And you can follow me at Nowhere. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs>